Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Carmen, glad to have you back. How's it going? Thank you. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? And Kurt back with us. Kurt, good to see you, man. Hello. And George, how's it going? Orale, pues. <laughs> Orale, pues. Uh, all right, so here we go. This is the news for Friday, February 1st. This week's giveaway in the Garage Rock Show prize closet is your choice of either Long Strange Trip, Untold Story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray, Very Best of the Doors 2018 Remastered CD, or Pink Floyd The Early Years Blu-ray DVD CD combo, your choice. Just text the word GARAGE, G-A-R-A-G-E, to 68683. Get entered for this week's giveaway. Uh, before we get to the news and stuff this week, uh, we had a special track that was brought in here by Kurt and George, and they want to talk a little bit about a show coming up for everybody listening in the Merced area, if you guys want to check it out, as as well as we're going to debut this track off this new album. So, uh, George, Kurt, take it away, man. Uh, let, let our listeners know what's going on. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, this is going to be, what's the date on that, George? The, uh, uh, Friday, February 22nd. That's at right. the Star Club. It's a free right? show at the Star Club. Star Club no cover. What's the um, official, do you have the official address handy for everybody that doesn't know? I it's right on Main do. Street, it's isn't it? Uh, 1331 West Main. Yeah, it's right before you get to V on Main Street in Merced and right across the street from the thrift store. And it's a great place to see uh, live music in Merced. It's one of the only places that has like good, consistent bands. You guys play there quite a bit. And the longest pour in town, from what I hear. Longest pour? Longest mm-hmm. pour, huh? You all know what that wow. means. So get some good drinks <laughs> I mean, there uh, and enjoy the show. Obviously, it's, you know, tw- 21 and Oh, yes. Obviously. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, everybody listening, uh, tell your friends and uh, share the event. It is on Facebook. If you guys search for the band, uh, let them know the band name. Well, the Tractor Boy uh, Roadshow is going to headline the evening, and he puts on a great show. Usually has some really uh, fun numbers, right. uh, great sense of humor, great music. Um, and Curtis and I uh, have the uh, privilege of um, backing up uh, Calhoun in his return to the stage uh, after, what, about three and a half years of yeah. uh, not being backed by a band? So we're honored to be a part of that, and uh, he's a good friend and great musician. Yeah, awesome. And the new album is come. Is it already out, or is it? When's it coming out? Or he's got one in the can and another one that he's working on right now. Nice. Uh, but for right now, he does have uh, two full-length albums um, that are available on iTunes. Um, maybe some other places, but that's the only. So place So would I they know. search for just Calhoun, or is it Calhoun, and uh, is it just Calhoun? Simply just that word? Yeah, there's quite a bit on YouTube. Um, some live stuff, um, tracks from his full length are available there too. But uh, you know, I'll, at iTunes, uh, both full lengths are available. It's Friday, twenty uh, second of Feb, and that's so going to be speak. at the Star Club. What date? Once again, the Star Club, uh, February twenty second, which is a Friday. Uh, 21 and older, no cover, free show. Awesome. Come out and support your scene. Yeah, support your scene, free show, no excuses, be there. 
it's going to be a good time. Uh, all right, so getting to this week's news here on the Garage Show, uh, Garage Rock Show podcast. This week's Billboard's new releases, um, some interesting ones coming out, especially the specials. That one kind of perked my uh, my eyes and ears up. I was like, ah, some new stuff from them. Um, also, Broods, Girl Pool, Les Boucherettes. I know that they opened for um, Marilyn Manson on their latest tour. I saw them open for Queens of the Stone Age at the Catalyst. Ah, okay. A couple of years How ago. was it? Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. All right. And then uh, some new ones from Beirut and Cherry Glazer. So check those albums out today on the Billboard charts. Uh, Rock News, we were talking briefly off uh, the show and watching some of the videos for the NAMM convention wrapping up in Los Angeles this week. Uh, For musicians, it's... um, it's a pretty cool thing. Um, it's it's a really cool way of seeing all the new things that are happening in, if you're a musician and buying instruments, pedals, drums, different things. They have all the new stuff that's coming out in 2019. What's the, what's the Acoustasonic Telecaster? Yeah, this is the Come one on. of the this is the one of the talked about items of the uh, convention put out by Fender. It's the Prius of guitars or <laughs> <laughs> right? It is a hybrid. It is That's a hybrid. Cool. Uh, it is a uh, shape like a classic Telecaster body style but it's uh, hollow, it's acoustic and it has a lot of onboard electronics that can change the tone uh, of it as well. So it's called the Acoustasonic Telecaster. It's a uh, kind of uh, we were talking Kurt like you were saying you don't really care for that kind of Body style, the headstock's kind of wonky. Uh, the a bunch of onboard processing. You're more of a purist in that regard, right? I mean, it seems kind of small for an acoustic, right? Uh, you know, it is. It, it definitely looks and feels like a, it would be an electric guitar. Like exactly, no, no acoustic about it. Um, it seems like more geared for. Yeah, with that small little part on the one side. It's yeah, it's it's pretty much mm-hmm. it's pretty much uh, 100% an electric guitar except for the hollow body uh, and the onboard acoustic electronics that makes it sound acoustic. So uh, it's kind of a cool little hybrid there. Also, the synth pedal. This is they were saying it was the year of the synth pedal. Uh, I guess a lot of the uh, pedals that were coming out this year uh, were a lot of synth textures um, that were um, kind of harkening back to a lot of the 80s stuff. They were saying it's almost kind of like come around full circle from. Some of the first generations of pedals back in the day, like where they tried to make them sound like synthy, and uh, I guess it's making a comeback. Uh, so that was popular. And also, we were watching this um, video on the MXR Dookie Drive, which is celebrating <laughs> the 25th anniversary of Green Day's album Dookie. It's got the artwork on it, and uh, we were saying it's not just a typical distortion pedal. It actually emulates uh, two of the amps used on recording of the album. And Billy Joe worked with uh, MXR on this amp. And we were watching the video. You guys were saying, like, I, th- I thought it was a really cool distortion pedal in terms of it just has this kind of classic sound to it. What did you guys think about it on watching the video, Kurt, George? Well, if that's a way for you to get that tone and someone's into that, then, yeah, absolutely. It's worth the, uh, I don't know. Two hundred dollars or so. Then I'm yeah, sure that it's about one hundred and eighty nine bucks. It's kind of steep, but it definitely has like a kind of a signature bite and sound to it that uh, it's hard to kind of dial that in on a lot of generic pedals. And I think they kind of do a lot of the legwork for you on these uh, kind of souped up pedals. You know that kind of they have a uh, you know a heftier price tag on them, but I think they they kind of dial in a specific sound that um, it's hard to find 
it, sometimes it's a combination of pedals to get sounds like on some of these ones, these specialty ones that you have to get different uh, sounds going to get uh, create this. So I, I thought it was kind of cool. I love the cover art. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Where's Waldo, but like one of the coolest album covers. I think you know, <laughs> yeah, like in the '90s especially. I mean, it was so definitely cool. There's uh, like piles of poop in different spots, and if you look real close, there's all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, cover. <laughs> it was one of the coolest album covers of the '90s, man, for sure. Like for me especially. I don't know. I mean, maybe. You guys, can you think of anything like from the '90s that kind of stood out album cover wise that was as interesting yeah, as something really like this? That's a good question. Because this one for Nirvana's, me, Nirvana's like cover of the you know naked baby in the pool yeah. is cool. That's different, but that's different. It's different. This, this artwork is is different. Yeah, that, yeah. That Smell the glove. <laughs> <laughs> Smell the glove, definitely. <laughs> Oh, You're pushing shit. a black glove in her face <laughs> for her to sniff it. This is 1982. Come on. <laughs> or whatever she Money says. walks. In bullshit twats. Yeah. The White Album? You tell me what was on that cover. What was on that nothing cover? On that nothing. Nothing. Cover. nothing was on nothing that goddamn, on goddamn cover. <laughs> Fran oh, Drescher. Damn. The nanny named Fran. <laughs> Good shit. All right. Uh, so oh, speaking of Nam, I thought this was a kind of a cool segue into a top story that came out. Uh, Danny Carey, the drummer from Tool, was at Nam and he was doing a Q&A with some fans and they asked him about the album and on the video he goes, yeah, it should be out mid-April, that's the plan anyway. And the Tool hasn't put out an official press release saying this, so oh. he kind of like just said it in passing as a fan was signing autographs with him. And slip, huh? Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So according to the drummer from Tool, it's coming out mid-April. Uh, in other news, I thought this was kind of cool. Keenan told um, a Arizona news outlet that he'll be opening a tasting room for his northern Arizona wineries, Merkin Vineyards and Caduceus Cellars down in Scottsdale, Arizona. In Scottsdale, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess uh, I thought this was kind of an interesting quote talking about why it was why he chose Arizona as a winery. He told us a while back that making wine in northern Arizona was difficult but doable. He said, quote, Back in the 40s in this particular area, they had geologists and various people come in to study the whole area because they wanted to know what would be something that would sustain a community here. What would be that industry? And based on the geology, the scientists said all the stuff they looked at, they all said vineyards for Arizona back in the 40s. So that's kind of interesting. You know, like cactuses barely hang on there. <laughs> like pretty dry. I mean, like yeah. you have to do a lot of uh, irrigation to definitely. And I know they burn they burn barrels and stuff to keep the temperature, uh, so they like. don't freeze and ruin the plants mm -hmm. as well. So it's like it's a, it's a whole deal, but that's one of the things you, that one of the only things you can grow yeah. in, in a desert. Mm -hmm. Well, I, based on based on rainfall, uh, where we live is a desert. Now it is definitely it used to true. Not yeah, be, that's true. And we're true. just like hanging on, you know. Like we can still do it. We can still grow it. We don't get enough rain anymore. It's kind of like we're just sucking it all up from underneath. Yep. Um, all right, moving on to some more rock news. Brian Johnson apparently confirms the new AC/DC album as well. Mm -hmm. uh, he has reportedly confirmed that he will appear on the band's album. Everybody knows that. <clears throat> excuse me. He dropped off the tour in 2014 for their latest album, Rocker Bust, halfway through the tour, and then Axel fucking Rose took over, <laughs> and it was just like this total shit Axel show. Axel fucking Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Axel Rose is good in his own right, and I got nothing but respect for the guy. Honestly, he's got his shit together now, and when I saw Guns N' Roses, they did blow me away. 
side note, he Axl Rose is all he's like fucking in great shape. He was running around that stage, put on a three and a half hour long concert, one of the longest concerts I've ever seen, and almost put me to like just like I need to I'm I'm dying sitting here in a seat. Yeah. Let alone him running around on stage for three and a half hours. Well, it was that's impressive. good. He's got a lot of making up to do to his fans. Definitely true about that. He had a shit fucking like 20 years uh, of the early 90s to right now where he would show up late. They would have a horrible show, but they were on time promptly. We actually missed the first show when we saw Guns N' Roses because they were right on time. Wow. And so I got to say that. Anyway, get, got a little sidetracked there, but ACDC's got this new album with Brian Johnson coming out. The interesting part of this, though, guys, here's the, what I wanted to bring up to you, and I wanted to see what you thought about this. Here's the deal. The rumors include that Stevie Young, Malcolm Young's nephew, Malcolm Young uh, passed away because he had dementia, couldn't play guitar anymore. Uh, it was kind of a, a sad kind of end to um, his career. But his nephew is actually going to be playing bass on the record, and they're going to be using unreleased Malcolm recordings for the rhythm parts. Hmm. So they're going to be using Malcolm Young rhythm parts. They're going to have his nephew Stevie on the bass, and they're going to have you know Angus and uh, Brian Johnson on there. What do you guys think of that? Angus, isn't <laughs> Angus a cow? <laughs> I I think that they've reached a point where not too many other bands reach where yeah. the songs actually get bigger than the band. Right. And that sure there'll be some purist fans that are gonna say, Oh, well if it's not X, Y, and Z outfit then I'm not then oh then it's not the true band and I wouldn't pay to go see that. And other people are like, I wanna hear the hits. Yeah. I wanna hear you shook me all night long. Yeah. And if Angus is still there and Brian Johnson is still there. Yeah, what do they care if it's not, you know, Cliff, I think with the bass player, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh, well, and then Phil Rudd, supposedly Phil Rudd is back in the band, and Phil Rudd had that crazy... Oh, yeah, he, he was got arrested busted for, for meth yeah. and threatening to kill someone. For, yeah, soliciting uh, <laughs> yeah. <He had laughs> somebody his, to murder wow. somebody yeah, else. Yeah, he had his bodyguard... Yeah, hire a hitman? Yeah, yeah, he had his bodyguard, like, threaten to kill someone and, like, do all this shit, and it all got into the news. He lives in New Zealand, I guess, and... It was like this huge deal, and he got kicked out of the band because of it. And then they got Chris Slade in there, who was the drummer from the '90s, and he's a good drummer. Yeah, he's a, he's a good you know uh, drummer or whatever. But Phil Rudd had that kind of pocket in the pocket kind of like style of drumming that I think they've been wanting to get back, and it looks like oh, he's back there with he, it. So. He's as much of their original sound as uh, yep, definitely as Malcolm. Yep. Uh, so that new album's coming out. I don't know when, but uh, that's what's going on with ACDC. Did he do time for that or what? Uh, he actually went to court, and yeah, he had to fight it. I, I don't know if he actually did I don't time remember. or not. I think he was on house arrest. He had to pay a fine. Yeah, he had to pay a fine, and then he was on house arrest or something. He got out of it somehow because he was a celebrity. I mean, that's kind of badass, though, right? It is, in a way, but it's also like kind of like real low life. On house arrest one. Like, I mean, methed out kind of <laughs> shit, right? Like, no, no, no. I you mean, fuck with me, I'm going to kill you, and, you know, making all these I mean, crazy things. I mean, the other guys in ACDC kicked him out of the band because. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. That's kind of badass. There's some bragging rights there. <laughs> well, they're a national treasure in Australia. Oh, I mean, yeah. They're gods there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, all right, moving on to some more rock news. Speaking of new albums, New Cage the Elephant uh, is going to be coming out soon. They just released a new single called Ready to Let Go. I'll be playing that on Saturday. 
from 6 to 7, new episode of the Garage Rock Show. So make sure you guys tune into the Bear for that. 1057thebear.com. Uh, all right. Ozzy postponing entire European tour, guys. Uh, apparently, he's got respiratory infection, and his doctor feels he could develop into pneumonia, giving the physicality of the live performances, blah, blah, blah. He's ba- bailing on these shows. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's kind of been a rough year for Ozzy. He's bailed on a lot of other shows as well. He had that, like, finger problem, and then he had this, like, busted eye vessel. Like, look at this picture of him. Uh, with his, he was coughing so hard from this pneumonia. Yeah, apparently. what does he say there? Everything I touch turns to shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll read this in Ozzy's voice. Here we go. Zombie for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy said in a statement, oh, "I'm completely devastated for having to postpone the European leg of my tour. It just seems that since October, everything I touch has turned to shit. First, the staph infection in my thumb, and now coming down with the flu and bronchitis." So I, I don't want to keep reading it, but he basically just says, I love you all. Judas Priest was going to open for him. Judas Priest is ready to go, so that's a bummer. They're going to have to reschedule all those dates. So That looks nasty. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the very least, I mean, and there's someone that takes care of their fans right there. He could have easily walked away and said, sorry, we're not going to make up those shows. Yeah, he's going to try and reschedule them for great. September, he's already said. Good so. for him. Yep. Um, this was an interesting little side note. What do you think about this? Sharon Osbourne wants to develop a biopic about Ozzy and their early years. So what I thought when I read this story, I'm like, Sharon just saw the fucking uh, Freddie Mercury basically biopic with uh, the Queen Queen movie that came out. And she's probably like sitting there. Oh, Ozzy, we could do that and tell the love story of us as a young couple. <laughs> couple. You know, a young couple. That's pretty Ozzie, good. I mean, Ozzie. Dude, you do Sharon much better than Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so she she's already approached uh, Danny Boyle oh, yeah. uh, about helming the film, which she says uh, Ozzy got married in 1982. It's everything before we get married. It's the madness of my childhood. Growing up in the industry with a powerful father who was somewhat violent. Her somewhat childhood. violent, yeah, that's gives nice. a shit about her. <laughs> well, I know, right? Her childhood. I do kind of want to hear about more of her Aussie, father, Aussie. though. This guy, Don Arden. Don he, is a very interesting character. He became known as the Al Capone of pop and mm-hmm. the English godfather for his tough guy business practices while overseeing the careers of ELO and Black Black Sabbath as well. So... I'd be more interesting in a biopic about that guy. She like, was like the original Jessica Simpson with her weird like producer dad. Yeah, right. That she married. Yeah, that's a good point. That's weird. Uh, anyway, all right. Sharon. Kiss <clears throat> in the news. They got their end of the road tour that we're actually gonna be checking it out next week uh, at the St. Mar Center in Fresno. So I'll let you guys know how that show goes. Kevin is super excited to go see that. Oh He's yeah. Like telling, texting his brother and. <laughs> It's gonna be a great one, man. We're gonna Jazzed. we're gonna have a good time. He's got so his pl- platform boots. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have know. his face paint going. Got to no. get his face yeah. paint going. At least that. Dude, can uh, put those platform boots on. He'd be like seven <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they make those in his size. Oh uh, shit. Them. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So, but we're talking about this new headline here about how the former members weren't invited for this farewell tour. Ace Freely and Peter Chris were not asked to reunite. Basically, it's kind of a whole a whole deal here. But uh, they were asked if you know if they could join uh, them in an interview. And Gene Simmons kind of responded a little bit, <laughs> kind of off the cuff here. He said, "Quote." 
Ace and Peter have gotten three chances. They were in and out of the band, fired three times for drug, alcohol, bad behavior, being unprofessional. They weren't carrying their load. So the short answer to your question is we'd love to have Ace and Peter join us here and there. And if they don't, it's not going to be because of us. But they're never going to be in Kiss again. Three times is the charm. I'll promise I'll pull out. Doesn't work. Yeah. It's the boy who cried wolf. Oh, I've been straight for a million years. Terrific. Have a good life. We would welcome Ace or Peter to jump on stage for a song or two, of course. Could we depend on them, uh, Ace or Peter, to do a full set night after night? Not on your fucking life. Wow. That's what Gene Simmons said. So it's kind of harsh. That's pretty harsh, right? Mean Gene. So Ace Freely, he's been sober for 12 years, and he did get kicked out of the band for drug and alcohol problems. He knows that. But he responded to this, uh, this Guitar World interview, posted on his Facebook page. You guys can check it out on Ace Freely's Facebook page. It's still the, the first post up there that's pinned. And he said, quote, Gene, your memory is really incorrect. I was never fired from Kiss. I quit twice not three times, of my own free will because you and Paul are control freaks, untrustworthy, and were too difficult to work with. Your slanderous remarks about my bad habits over the years has cost me millions of dollars. Now that I'm over 12 years sober, you're still saying I can't be trusted to play a whole night show. Well, that's exactly what I've been doing for the last 12 years with different configurations of the Ace Freely Band to you and Paul's dismay. I'm also the most successful solo artist to come out of the original Kiss lineup and proud of it. You and Paul have tried to derail my solo career multiple times over the years. Here's an interesting part here. Uh, he even says, I tried to be friendly to you. I gave you my Gibson Les Paul 59 models, but today's comments have made me realize you're just an asshole and a sex addict who's being sued by multiple women, and you're just trying to sweep it under the carpet. The icing on the cake was when you groped my wife and propositioned her in Los Angeles at the Capitol Records building behind my back. Oh my when I was trying to help you out at one of your vault experiences, which I only found out about several weeks later, she was planning on pursuing a lawsuit against you, but I told her to call it off. Well, now the gloves are off after your terrible comments. Blah, blah, blah. It's the end of the road for you guys. Uh, the gloves are off. Uh, so isn't that crazy? Uh, wow. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? I mean, that's like, that's yeah, just fucked up. Well, it mm. does seem like a dick. You know, there are still quite a few people out there that totally care about all of this. I mean, sure. Kiss meant something to me in the 70s when I was a child. Right. But now it's just, it's ridiculous how they're all behaving. And they're one of the most successful, uh, definitely financially successful bands of all time. Yeah. And you would think that they would still be able to just have some common decency and kind of separate what they have to make. It, right. For me, what's fascinating about it is like, they're one of the most successful bands, and they just can't fucking get it together. And a band that's just like, you know, whatever, doing okay. Everybody's but, cool and yeah. everything's fine, but when you get to that point where it's so financially like you're invested in it, it's like, you know, he's guarding it like a fucking right. dragon, you know, like Smog the Dragon guarding his fucking little hoard of gold. Uh, and to any fucking intruder that wants to say, that's I, I should earn a part of that, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like we were talking earlier about they're in that same place of where the songs are bigger than the band. And so as long right. as the four members, the four characters are on stage, how many of those people it. care if it's Tommy Thayer or if it's uh, Ace Freely? Right. A lot of people don't care yeah, that it's the not Ace. Yeah, people in the crowd don't give a shit. So, 
I mean, granted, they're characters, and we see them as characters, but we have to understand that these are like 75-year-old men. <laughs> yeah, with right. kids that's and the, grandkids. You know what I mean? That's, when you think yeah. of them as people fighting right. in the public eye like that, it's kind of embarrassing. For it that. is. It's something yeah. that they all kind of like had a part in and deserved it. They were all part of it, you know? It's like, I don't know, sort of like, okay, you guys could probably figure that out together rather than in the... In the public eye like that. I don't it's care. It's like it's a Facebook fight or something. It's <laughs> I know, it's so <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> the shit will hit the fan and there'll be no stopping it. Well, it, it was controversial when Kiss was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they only inducted the original four members. Oh. Uh-huh. And the other guys in the band are like, well, hey. we've, been, we've been in this band for 20 years. Yeah. That's what longer than you were ever in. I'm like, yeah, but you're playing That's the characters weird. that we created. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter that it's you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, weird. And there were n- like really not any good songs <laughs> af- after <laughs> that. You know what that, I mean? Yeah. Well, the best stuff's from the seventies. I mean, it's yeah. sad when stuff like that happens, and really all they need to do is like you know hug it out, talk. Hug it out. You can just like get together and, yeah, and that might mean something completely different. Do each other's makeup at a sleepover. Saying, just saying, I mean that's real. Like, how else do you get past stuff like that with people? It's you true, know, and he'll, he'll probably. Gene Simmons seems like the type of guy that'll go to the grave with just like this fucking attitude about his money and the band and everything. And probably on his deathbed, he'll be like, you know, I'm fucking sorry, but you know. Oh. But it just seems to me he's just such a straightforward businessman. It seems like a guy that's like a Gordon Gecko type of fucking guy that he's just so cutthroat about his business and his money and he doesn't care what personal relationships he has to sacrifice. Oh yeah. So much end, so end that you know he's railed and you know made comments about Ace all these years being a drug addict. Yeah, and he just he, keeps and he just on that. invested in um he won't let it go. In weed. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden marijuana's okay for Gene. You know, because he can make money off of it. Yeah. Which I'm not Against, go ahead, make your money. Right. Enjoy it. Don't be a damn hypocrite. Exactly. Don't be a hypocrite about it. Don't be a fucking hypocrite. Uh, definitely. All right, let's move on. Who cares about okay. Kiss? We'll go see the show next week. <laughs> We're going to have a good time, but and we'll let you guys know. We'll give you a review of the show and how it was. And, and you would enjoy it just as much if it weren't even them. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, if it wasn't fucking Gene Simmons in there, I wouldn't give a shit. If they played it and sounded I'd just like it more if it was like, like it. Adam Sandler dressed as <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> well, that's like that the rumor part. of what's going to happen to the band when they <laughs> get off the road, that there will be touring companies of the band in characters, different say, bands. Like a Broadway show. Exactly. I say make some Chuck E. Cheese characters out of them. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> like the up. mechanical band. Yeah. They could have Kiss oh, characters. Yeah. They got them at the uh, Hard Rock Cafe. It's yeah. a little uh, show. And they do like dinner a, and watch they have lights <laughs> where the pizza Z's or the Kiss. Well, they S's. should have that at their Kiss restaurants or whatever. Don't they have like a burgers kiss and brews? There you go. Burgers and brews place. <laughs> they should just have that shit there. That's so fun. <laughs> all right. Anyway, all right. This was a cool graph. I'm going to post it on the Garage Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Garage Rock Show. Check it out. It's up there for. Um, uh, you guys to see the interesting graph over the last 50 years of music revenues. This is interesting. From 1977 to 2017, they crunched the numbers. And, of course, you know, vinyl was at its peak then in the 70s, but then it goes down and dips. The cassette tapes was one of the things that we were saying was the most interesting part of this graph. 
how strong cassette tapes were up until the late 90s. Do you guys remember just having Walkmans and shit? Like, totally. we, all, we all had tapes, right? Yep. Yeah, they sold them at the grocery store. Just making yeah. your mixtape yeah. was, was the shit. You know? I bought tapes because my parents were religious, and that way I could keep them under the bed. Oh, Instead nice. of having, you know, a square foot of a vinyl picture of D. Snyder eating a bone. You know, <laughs> stay hungry. They and, wouldn't understand. And cassette tapes were also, like, we used to record shit off of the radio yeah, and yeah. stuff, yeah. right? Make, make our own mixtapes, right? Indeed. Plus, I mean, even at, see, like even after the compact disc starts starts to come up, right? Like, yeah, you're talking about like uh, there's like that 2000? whole thing about like disc man, you know, like the portable oh, disc, yeah, 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 and how like they wouldn't fit anywhere. You couldn't skip. put them in. And they would skip all the skip time, like hell. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. You had to get yeah. those little fucking things to like set it on oh, there. Just so, yeah. 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 Really, you could only listen to it while you were like falling asleep yeah, at night or whatever. You walking around with it looking yeah. like a saucer in your hand. Yeah, I know, right? Keep it yeah. all level. <laughs> Drive sideways <laughs> over the railroad tracks like a motorcycle. Super, super inconvenient. You know? And by the time they figured out the like skip protection shit, it was already uh, the MP3s was starting to come in. And look yeah. at the cool thing what we were talking about with this MP3 era. The ringtone era. Do you remember oh, that, yeah, Carmen? Yeah, of like course. Like where, where we used to buy ring back tones where you call someone and it would play music on their end, uh-huh. or it was a ringtone on your own phone. That was all you had to pay for that back in the I uh, bought a Sex early two thousand ringtone. Yeah. And it was that for like years in college. <laughs> da, 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 da. Like for a long, a, long so, time. Yeah, looking at the streaming <laughs> in twenty seventeen, I would have thought it would be like way higher than everything, but still being surpassed by compact discs and know, vinyl like which is else. funny because you really don't find compact discs or vinyl in a lot of popular stores you have to for vinyl you have to go to a little record store well that's like, not necessarily true now you barnes can see it at barnes and nobles that's yeah. uh, that's one of the first but places like target they are. like just has like a selection of current sort of pop but in the world of yeah. Amazon, right? Yeah, you yeah. get them from Amazon. But you like, order them from right, the website that's, that's of the person. Where the most you know, of it comes from. A lot of me personally, when it. I when I really want to get a vinyl mm. record, I'll go to that band's website and I'll go directly through them. I'll get it on the pre-order. I'll get the, try and get the special vinyl version. Uh, I'll always try and do that. But I, I what I like about vinyl is that I get the digital download digital as download. well. So it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah, you if you're all. paying $15 for a fucking digital Put copy of something, that's fucking sad, you know? You might as well spend an extra $5, get the vinyl for 20 bucks, get the digital download. You get the digital thing, you could take it with you wherever you want, low-fidelity uh, audio. But when you're at home, you got the nice vinyl audio, put your headphones on or on the nice stereo. Or you never even have to play it. Right. You know what I mean? That, yeah, Just you could leave it, it sealed no. and enjoy that at another time or sell it. And enjoy the digital copy, and there you go, right? I mean, shit, that seems the best way, uh, best of both worlds, but... I heard a girl with a baby got back on for her ringtone the other day. Wow. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's funny. Taking it back. I don't I was, know, yeah. Go back to that graph real quick. <laughs> this one right here? That, yeah, that valley. What, what was the years of that, like, low... No, the one oh, above. Oh, above? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, like... What was that low point, like where nobody's listening to music? It just plummets. 2015? 2000. 2003. But it just from like even 2005 to 10, it just plummets, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, oh yeah. And then yeah, 2005 right. to so 2010. Was, I mean, yeah, that, that was all was the garbage time music, huh? There was like nothing good. No, no, no. This time. is showing about music revenue. So what that to me shows me is that that's when piracy 
started really kicking yeah. in yeah. Right. is that the, it, you see the concurrent rise with MP3 with the fall of physical media. It takes so long to download. Like we used to do it. Thing. Remember, uh, I, I don't know if you guys. Yeah, we would. La- I would lay. Uh, I would like get all my stuff laid out in a playlist of on Kazaa or mm. LimeWire. And fall yeah. asleep, Ever. and then wake up in the morning and see which one's downloaded. Yeah, and because it took forever it took back forever. then. It's I not did so that with Napster in the nineties. No, now it's now it's Napster, super easy. Take yeah. a nap. Go to bed. Wake yeah. up. Oh, we got three of them. Yeah, Plus. <laughs> and it would suck. Sometimes you would get ones that go all the way to like ninety six percent, and then they signed off, and you couldn't uh, complete the download. Right. You're like motherfucker. And then copying CDs was big. Like just one of your friends had to get the new album, and everybody right. made like yeah. ten copies. Oh yeah, everybody had. It, you spread know. like wildfire. Yep. Uh, all right, check this out. I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, more rock news says, Slipknot's Corey Taylor is working with makeup effects legend on a new mask. Uh, Tom Savini, who did mm. all the work for Friday the 13th, Dawn of the Dead, From Dust Till Dawn, many others, a legend in the horror film industry and music, or excuse me, uh, mask making um, artistry. He's going to be working with Corey Taylor on his new mask for Slipknot for this year, so I thought that was kind of cool. That dude looks like a character out of a video game or something. <laughs> Tom Savini? Hair. Yeah, look at that hair. And his he, was, uh, he was also Sex Machine in right. the uh, From Dusk Till Dawn From film. Oh, Dawn, right? oh, nice. Yeah, right on. <laughs> All right, moving on to On This Day in Music History Harvey Trivia. Harvey Firestein. There you go. Yeah, you yep, got it. Yep. He did Miss Doubtfire's mask? Huh? Did he do Miss Doubtfire? <laughs> he could have. <laughs> Probably did. Good call. Good call. He made the mask for him. Yeah. You know, the Yenta, like, yeah. 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 All right. <clears throat> on this day, music history trivia, guys. On in 1982, on this day, in February 1st, uh, Bill Murray is the very first guest on the new Late Night with David Letterman. During his interview, he starts singing and dancing oh, frantically. Yeah. To what hit song at the time was it? A. I ran. Okay, hold on. <laughs> was it A, I Ran So Far Away by Flock of Seagulls? Was it B, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor? Or C, Physical by Olivia Newton-John? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just excited for Groundhog Day and Bill Murray's what, they're, fabulous. They're redoing that? I feel like no, I could just, just picture him. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm going to watch that movie. Very true. And I like I'm that. That's coming say, up on I'm Saturday. I'm going to say C, man. I like C. Physical? I think so, yeah. Hey, Carmen, you physical. shouted that out. Yeah. Are you sticking with that? I could, ima- I could just I was, imagine Bill Murray doing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, know, I was born in 83, so this is the year before I was even born. But <laughs> what do you guess? I could just picture him dancing to the flock of seagulls. Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> that, yeah. George, what do you think? I'm going to agree with Aaron just because I want to say it's the flock. I love flock of seagulls. Okay. All right. We're divided here. It is actually. Physical. He did an aerobic routine along with his performance. He turned to the band and goes, you guys know the new Olivia Newton-John thing? And they launched into physical. He does some awkward aerobics while singing. Uh, It sets the tone for the Anything Can Happen Letterman show, which lasts 33 years in late night. Dave Letterman was really funny. It was also Mm -hmm. a worthy send-up of the aerobics craze that was sweeping America at the time in 1982. It was like... You remember, like, everybody was doing that yeah. shit, like, you know? Jane Fonda. Yeah, that whole, like, video Suzanne thing. Suzanne Summers, oh, yeah. Master, and all that Leg shit. warmers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tights under leotards. Oh, yeah. Head, headbands. Headbands <laughs> and curls and all of that. The high-waisted 
uh, really big socks thong over the mm-hmm. leotard. Mm-hmm. Oh right! Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Oh, All yeah. like super shiny. The whale tail. The whale, the whale tail, tail. And, it, and it's always got to be like even... totally contrasting color to the <laughs> oh, yeah, like a blue. Right. Be yeah, like neon like yellow hot against pink, pink. And hot blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that. Suzanne Summers, yeah, Jane Fonda. <laughs> all right, good things. Real quick <laughs> on Sports Minute, of course, Super Bowl this weekend on the Super Bowl matchup simulation that they do with the video game uh, Madden NFL 19. They had the uh, Rams beating New England 30 to 27. So we'll see if that comes true. It was wrong last year. Philadelphia Eagles uh, actually won last year 41-33. to They predicted it was going to be the other way around. Uh, Madden NFL has cr- uh, correctly predicted the Super Bowl winner 10 out of 14 times. So we'll see if it's right again. Like AI versus AI? Right, yeah. And they just had the game play out as it would, and the Rams won. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, so American adults are expected to wager $6 billion on this oh, Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's what they say. Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court has struck down the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act last year, which basically gave all states the right to legalize sports gambling. And yeah. since then, eight, eight states have done so. The survey revealed one in ten adults plan to bet on the game. Are you guys betting? Anybody here? I'm not betting. I know a bunch of people. Me and Jason bet a piece of pizza. But I heard another stat though (laughs) that said we're not betting money. Said like the average American will spend eighty something dollars on Super Bowl and wow, really? I didn't believe. I was like, I don't know. I can't understand that. The average American, my 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 wife doesn't give a rat's ass. They say that it's she's not spending. I don't really care. On what? Like avocados? Like what are you doing for Super Bowl Sunday? That no, no, no. They're saying betting betting on the game. They're just saying like, I'll bet you twenty bucks that the Rams are gonna win. There's a pool, like, somebody at my school, or my work, rather, goes around and, like, you know, gets people. Well, I'm in a football pool that... There's, like, a pool. I'm out of already. Well, but then it was for money, though, right? Yeah, Yeah. so you're part of that. Winners over... It seems just very popular. A lot of people are doing it, doing that stuff these days. So, hey, all right, guys? so check it out. Movie and TV entertainment news. This is kind of cool news. As Kevin Smith's Jay and Silent Bob reboot has geared up. They are going to be doing the sequel to the long-awaited oh, 2001 man. Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Wow. Jason Mewes and Smith are returning, along with several mm-hmm. of the other original cast members from the Miramax cult hit. Shooting begins February 25th. Here's a photo they put out. So what do you guys think of that? I'm yeah. down. That's I was cool. a big fan. It seems like the reboot is kind of like there's another couple of stories that we're going to talk about. It seems like the reboot's kind of the thing right now where we're getting to that 20 30 year arc of some legendary movies they're part of like that gen x though and i just don't think that's like as big of a generation that's gonna respond to that i just you know what i mean yeah okay fair enough point that's a good point it's sort of like a like that's they play their like it but i don't get it play their characters in a drake video recently What really? Yeah, like a like a year ago or something. They were in a Drake video. Oh, and they had like a cameo. Yeah, a cameo. But so them, probably... them now though, right? Yeah, like yeah. it was them. I mean, it I wasn't... like well, it was like their same characters. Bob, yeah, but yeah, I don't. Yeah. So I haven't been like long awaiting their return. I don't know what what are they? What's exciting about that? Well, I guess I don't know. It became a cult cult classic. It kind of it was the you know clerks. So what's gonna happen next? I mean, I guess what's what are we waiting to find out? What they're what still ended up to, I guess. What the last one, right? Like, that we're like, is anybody, do you have? 
I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't remember the plot of right? 2001: Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. Saying. Like, I don't, I don't know what's to be excited about, but I guess it's like I Cheech guess. and Chong. It's like a modern. He's done some really weird shows in between. Jay, not. I mean, Silent Bob rather. rather Jay, I don't know what Jay's been doing. Not so Silent, Silent Bob, Bob. Has been doing some weird, some weird shows in between. That comic book one. He was the yeah the comic books. Uh, is that right. what you're talking about? Been, I don't know. There's been a lot of shows that he's done in between, like videos, and he comments, and he's not been silent oh, at all. What's Chucky doing there? He's doing a lot of weird. I just don't know. I don't know. Well, I imagine he wouldn't have made the Chucky film if it was TV. if he wasn't being entertained by it, or if yeah, he didn't like think I, it was worthy of Chucky I'm making sure a sequel. Something good, right? I just don't know what it is that like people are looking to find out, or what they're looking Marina, forward sorry, to in guys. that in the sequel. Color me curious. Well, we'll right? see. I'm curious too. I don't curious know. Curious George. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of reboots, <laughs> let's move on to the other reboot here. Chucky. Mm-mm. Child's Play. Uh, mastermind oh Don God. Mancini for the new Chucky show. No. It's going to be airing on Sci Fi. Well, they shared sense. the good news. It's going to be uh, apparently sci-fi. airing on Sci Fi. No. It's saying the show will be a fresh take on the franchise, allowing us to explore Chucky's character with a depth that is uniquely afforded by the television mm. series format while staying true to the original version that has terrorized audiences for over three decades now. Mm-hmm. Look at the, the the photo, though. I mean, no? Not a fan? I do not like Chucky, no? <laughs> no? <laughs> Look at him. It's awesome. Like it reminds you, me of that scared, My Buddy. Because it's scary or are you just not? I loved My Buddy, and that is part exactly of the reason I do me. not like Chucky <laughs> yeah, because it is fucking uh, freaky. My Buddy had that striped. Sweatshirt, sweatshirt, didn't he? My and I remember buddy. like a yeah. scene from like the they're like in the, in the in the. It was know, my buddy for years, and then all of a sudden they introduced with the, the kid sister, the, sort of the conveyor yeah, belt, sister. and all this stuff was happening right in that one in the first movie. It's that's freaky. Mom yeah. still has that in her closet, my buddy, and it is. Uh, it's scary, creepy, huh? Scary. Okay, so what do you guys think about this uh, new Beatles documentary in the works with Peter Jackson from mm. Lord of the Rings? Here's the deal. I thought this was the most interesting part. He has access to 55 hours of never-released behind-the-scenes footage from the Beatles' recording of their 1969 album, Let It Be. Hmm. So it's been sanctioned, apparently, by Sir Paul McCartney, Sir Ringo Starr, Yoko Ono, Lennon, and Olivia Harrison, all the living estates of all four members. So I think if Yoko and Olivia like it, then... Yeah, they're on board. Uh, it it sounds kind of interesting, so it's going to be coming out. Uh, out in theaters today, a couple movies, a couple ones that I'd never heard of, like including this one, is called Arctic, which uh, apparently is about a man stranded in the Arctic after an airplane crash must decide whether to remain in the relatively safety of his makeshift camp or to embark on a deadly trek throughout the unknown in the hopes of making out alive. What would you do? Would you, you stay go, there and yeah. wait for help? You can't or just you sit go? there and die. You gotta go I think on I would deadly go. trek. I think I would go. I wouldn't sit there and die because you're not going to be found. Or try and like make a fire and yeah. get people to see you. I mean, Or maybe somebody will see you in passing as you're making that trek kind of deal. What do you guys think? What, what would you guys do in that situation? If you were stuck by yourself in the Arctic somewhere Not a desert in island. plane wreckage, would you stay Cold in the plane wreckage or would you try and make it <laughs> keep going? Well, I mean, statistically, right, they tell you... What do they say? That if you're ever stranded anywhere, the best thing to do is to just stay put plant. until somebody found you. Way to plant, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would so, you do that? 
I mean, I guess it depends on the circumstance, right? Yeah. Didn't work for Gilligan or any of those idiots. <laughs> no. I mean, they just fucking stayed where they were, and it just kept going and going and going. How do you think about, like, Castaway with Tom Hanks, right? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, that was a plain wreckage one where he... Like you gotta, you gotta make an effort, right? You can't just like sit there in the plane wreckage and yeah, hope somebody's out there. And then a so ship, tough. Well, can you ship imagine found if you were alone trying to do that? He got out own. on the water and, he, and the, a ship found him. You the know, gumption in your instead of staying just... put at the uh, island. gumption, I gumption. get it. Yeah, you need a lot of gumption to make a little fire if you're by yourself and you're like, yeah, like nobody bus- even knows I'm here. I'm just gonna fucking very true. Die. Did it work for the 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 Chilean? Mm-hmm. The mine, mm-hmm. the people stuck in the mine. Is that no, what you mean? No, no, no. The oh, soccer, the soccer team, team that oh, crashed God. on the top of the Andes. Oh, that was right. each other. The Eden. cannibal one. And, this yeah. is exciting. How to Train right. Your Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, another movie coming out. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Carmen, I know you're going to be checking this one out because your son's a big fan. Henry loves the dragons. <laughs> so this is going to be. We have the dragons. It actually and looks look kind of it, cool. It's like a Night Fury. But she's white, and it's you know it's a she. They're gonna get together. You're Look talking about the dragons, Look yeah. At them. There's a, a toothless and so and so over there. Whoever her name is, <laughs> it's gonna be cute. Well, and part of the fun of these children's movies is the voice talent, I mean, right? Yeah. It'll probably you know be like Zoe Deschanel or some right, stupid shit. It'll right. be her, right? <laughs> and she's it's so stupid. I hate stuff like that. Look at it though. She's white with blue eyes. That just kind of pisses me off right off the bat. But the Henry, Henry's gonna love it. He's gonna love it. <laughs> and you have uh, to let them watch it. But that's garbage. That she's white and blue eyed and I anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see what you mean. All right, moving on to another movie out this weekend. Gina Rodriguez is Miss Bala. Miss Bala. Uh, she finds a power she never knew she had when she's drawn into a dangerous world of cross-border crime. While at a club on vacation with her friend in Mexico, they get unexpectedly taken hostage by the cartel. Oh, my God. The cartel uses her to do their bidding, but will she make it out alive? Surviving will require all of her cunning, inventiveness, and strength. They so. use the blue tape. So theater rent or pass on these guys. Would you see any of these uh, uh, in the theater? I would see none of these in the theater. I, I would see the dragon one with Henry. Yeah, yeah. In the theater. That would be a good one. I'd, I'd rent all of these, though. I'd, I'd like to That maybe. I would not see in the theater. Miss Bala? Yeah. I'll probably <laughs> no. never watch that ever. <laughs> I don't think ever. I'd ever want to watch it. I will it. probably. Not uh, even like the worst. I, I probably wouldn't Bala? see that either. No. If it was on TV for free, I probably wouldn't watch it. I'd be not like, even nah. in the depths of the worst <laughs> Netflix <laughs> binge watch ever would <laughs> I ever, see that ever pick that song that if it was recommended, not even if you. you were stuck in a in an Arctic wind chill in Chicago like this. Check this mm. out. I'm gonna put this graphic Kevin's up on our Facebook Chicago. page. Kevin's from Chicago. Those people this are is experiencing. Intense, man. When we lived there, I remember one day. Headline. Look at the headline. Chicago will be yeah. colder than Antarctica this one, week. One day when we were there, it was negative like 27. And I remember thinking, that chill. this is insane. That's crazy. Your skin will freeze. Like you That's go what outside they're and your skin will I freeze. I saw a video today of a guy with a boiling pot of water from yes. his house in Chicago. He opens up the door, throws the pot of water, and it just snow. Psh, snow. snow. Yeah. I Instant. saw, I saw Blowing where bubbles. somebody cracks an egg like how they do the boiling egg on you know like in a pan and when uh-huh. it's hot it like freezes yeah they crack the egg and it uh it froze instantly yes. and it's opposite you wow. blow bubbles and they can but freeze 
crazy, man. So that's the news around the world. I'm sure you guys are all aware of that. But just if you have some friends and relatives in those areas, just try and check in on them. Make sure they're all right because it's supposed to be pretty wild. Uh, they say it's the worst uh, weather in, since the 90s in a lot of these areas. 27 below zero, 50, 15 below zero, uh, 40, 50 below zero. It's crazy. We so. lost our keys once in the snow. Um, we dropped them in the parking lot and the snow scraper thing, whatever that is. Okay. What is that? Came plow, and scraped. Snowplow. Oh, yeah, snow plow. came snow and scraped our keys away. What? Oh, shit. We were in the parking lot, like, taking out our trash in the middle of winter, oh, and Kevin had the keys in his pocket, and they fell out, and the snow scraper dude came <laughs> and scraped our fucking keys into a pile of snow, and we were like... Was it Homer Simpson, Mr. Plow? Mr. Plow. <laughs> we were like, oh, what are Mr. we going to do? And we that looked, and we looked, game. and we couldn't find them, and then Who's last Bar- minute, we we looked one last time, and they were sticking out of, What like, was Barney's uh, Barney was the Plow King. The Plow King. The plow King. <laughs> But that's a real thing. We could not find our key. We almost got locked out of our Dude, house. Dude, that would suck. I could not mm-hmm. imagine having to deal with that, that day so in cold. and day you out. You have to like scrape your Damn, windshield every oh, day. And All right. Yeah. Check this out. News from around the mm-hmm. world is Hawaii farmers a six pound avocado. It's a new Guinness World Record. Could you imagine a six pound fucking avocado? That's like the size of a pumpkin or something. That's like, like a, a baby. Yeah, it probably tastes like baby. shit. That's dude. like a fat baby. Look, that's like out, a fat baby. Pound baby. <laughs> I would eat it. It's a lot of guacamole. Hell yeah, I'd fucking you could eat that shit. Make a lot of avocado toast with that. Yeah, here's the deal that uh, you know with um, Guinness Book of mm. World Records, it takes twelve weeks to get someone to authenticate. Uh, excuse me, mm-hmm. authenticate their claim, and the avocado won't last that long. So uh, the doctor uh, that grew this said she tried to get the official Guinness recognition for this, but uh, it it won't happen because it takes like whatever twelve weeks. And the fucking yeah, and the fucking avocado is gonna die. So yeah. you, gotta, you gotta call them when it's still growing. Them. But it how do you know though, right? Time. You don't know until it's grown that wow, this is gonna be the biggest ever, right? Like, why would you call them when it's just like a normal avocado? Your like, tree has right. to have been they like, can't like send like, an emissary to go and eyeball it for themselves. I guess they just yeah. uh, maybe don't have the budget for that. <laughs> Fucking get Can you imagine like those people that have the hiccups for thirty years or whatever the fuck? Oh, that's dude. my oh biggest. My like God. that's like my. I mean, uh, that's a nightmare. That's a huge. <laughs> that's a horrible. Speaking of a nightmare and horrible years. things, I just wanted to touch on this and <laughs> l- make sure everybody's aware about it. It's a really shitty story, oh. but um, this FBI is investigating this premeditated hate oh crime. My God on uh, the black and gay Empire star Jesse Smollett in which two supposed MAGA supporters placed a noose around his neck and poured bleach on him in the streets of Chicago. And this was caught on video surveillance. They're investigating the Mm -hmm. video surveillance from this. Uh, He came out as uh, gay to Ellen in 2015. He was attacked at 2 a.m. on Tuesday in Chicago by two men in ski masks. Bleach was poured on him while a noose was tied around his neck and there were still police, uh, excuse me, and still there uh, when police arrived on the scene. He was laying there on the ground. Uh, he he told the police that the men screamed out, this is MAGA country during the attack after contacting them at 2.42 a.m. Uh, so there's been some photos released of his face. I didn't want to show those photos because they're pretty bad. But uh, he lives in Chicago and he's filming for these Fox series. So... That's terrible. I just wanted to make sure people are aware of the type of stuff that's going around in the world that 
uh, we need to just kind of be aware of these things that, uh, you know, uh, they happen and, you know, it's it's a shameful situation and just be aware. Uh, all right, moving yeah. on. Some more world news as you guys have any Apple phones because there's a FaceTime bug right now. Have you guys you heard about this? I can, like, see you while you're sitting the on the toilet. So I got the update that pushed through this morning, yeah. Oh, okay, pushed great. through. All right, well... <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about toilets. Yeah, supposedly somebody can like call FaceTime and you can not the person that like didn't answer it. Uh, you can still hear him or something. Yeah, what apparently and see them right? Yeah, yeah. It, it makes them able to hear the call recipient's audio without them answering, making it even worse if the call recipient hits the power of volume button to ignore the call. The camera begins sending video back from the recipient. Yeah, so like if the person's like, "Oh shit, I can't answer," yeah, because right. I'm literally taking a shit right now. And now you can see video of me taking a shit. the video of them going, oh, I'm turning this off because I'm taking a shit. Yeah. That's I bet you uh, some people were caught in some pretty uh Right? It would be like calling your your husband and be like, um, wait, you're Dude, I bet you some people got divorced over that shit, right? You know, if you didn't get the update yet, you could, I think, avoid that by just simply clicking the your FaceTime off. Yeah, that's what they and, say. Uh, just disable it. Just disable your FaceTime uh, until so. you get the update. <laughs> so this is a funny Actually. story. We were talking about this. Uh, I didn't know this was the thing, that people can get drunk on extracts. So well, this... Yeah, because you need to make an extract with alcohol. Well, I didn't know that. Kind of uh, like a, like how uh Oh, yeah, okay. Is, yeah, yeah, that, is, that um, makes sense, yes, to distill it. Soluble with alcohol or fat, right? I so this story that either. But this story is out of Later. Connecticut. They found 50-year-old Stephanie, whatever her name is, at an intersection with her eyes closed. Officers say they discovered several bottles of pure vanilla extract <laughs> inside her vehicle, That's and her really sad. breath smelled of vanilla. So she was Who is this? A, some a famous chick. person. No, no, no. Just oh. like. But I thought it was. I I just didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, you, you could can get go drunk like on extracts. It's a tasty way to it's get like, high. It's like drinking um, alcohol, just plain alcohol. That's gnarly, though, man. Yeah. And during prohibition, that there was a real problem with um, alcohol poisoning from drinking extracts, and wow. you would get. Like root would go extract, blind. ginger extract, anything like that? Yeah, right. uh, almond extract. Anything wow. extract yeah, is yeah. made with an alcohol. It's made with alcohol. You can make your own almond extract or vanilla extract with beans and some vodka. And you just put in about five or six beans in, in a liter of vodka and you have your own vanilla extract. Right, yeah. That's all it is. It's ethyl or... But you uh, can buy that shit at the dollar store. So this lady Well, and you can get really <laughs> cheap versions of it. And there and people would used to drink that when, when shit was you know illegal. You could buy, you could still buy extract. And you could go blind from drinking it. Wow. People did, and people had really bad, That's bad crazy. problems from extract. Uh, speaking of drinks, <laughs> Pepsi launching the first ever nitro soda. You guys know nitro beers, Aaron. You yeah. actually, yeah, I brought some over. Yeah, you brought yeah. a nitro beer the uh, the other day over, and it's apparently Pepsi is trying to do that same cascading velvety foam that like nitro a beers. Beer. Yeah. yeah. So Pepsi is trying to make their own. Looks like those old f- things in from the gross. '90s in the little containers that you flip them upside down and they like do these cool little. It's like Guinness. Designs. Yeah, it's like uh, drinking Guinness. So would, is that appealing in terms of a soda, though? Yeah, it has no alcohol. I don't like soda at all. But would that be appealing though? Mm-mm. No, if you had like mixed drink with that, maybe? for people that are ice cream. S- 
into oh, soda. And yeah. I'd try it if I was somewhere and they had it, but I'm not going to go looking for it. Look at they say drinking a Pepsi float without any ice cream involved. That's kind of an interesting way to put it. But anyway, so doubt that shit. Nitro Pepsi. Um, all right, that'd Check. be like a nice root beer float. Needs <laughs> ice cream. Yeah. Check out this hotel in Sweden. Apparently, offering free rooms to social media addicts. So, would you be ge- willing to give up your phone for a free hotel stay? Yeah. They say if you don't use your phone at all, the room will be totally free. You have but to check in the your phone? entire time that you're at this hotel. You cannot use your phone. Well, well what's the point of the hotel? What about Is when you leave the hotel? Can you take your phone with you? It's called the Checkout Suite in Hotel Ballora in Gothenburg, Sweden. It's designed for total relaxation. This includes giving up social media. Why do they want you there so much that they would? They well, it's would meant to be like a free. retreat. It's meant to be That's like a retreat. Weird. Yeah, I would do that. Taking for sure. a vacation from your phone as well. Yeah, and says it. It says if a guest goes over the recommended thirty minutes of recreation time spent on their phone, you have to connect their Wi-Fi. They they monitor. If the lamp gr- grows glows red in your room, it means that the guests will have to fa- pay full price for the room. But if you don't use your phone at no, all, though, the room will be free. Why? Okay, that's how I'm they not, do it. I, that's why, how they get you. You just right. turn it off. You might give in, Is and there you a might have to check your phone in your room that you can use. No. Like for oh so, yeah, a landline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a landline there. Yes. Okay, so you could call room service yeah. or call the front desk. But or you just whatever. can't use okay. your cell phone. Oh, that's sign me fine. up. And actually, you could use up to thirty minutes. If you did like twenty-five minutes, you, you could get away with it. Yeah, and it wouldn't set off the little thing. I thought that was kind of interesting. So anyway, um, okay, this was an interesting story as well that I thought was worth mentioning. The woman in U.S. illegal who was fired from Trump's golf club invited to State of the Union. I thought this was a great little story. So a woman was living illegally in the U.S., right? She's been working at President Trump's New Jersey golf club uh, like for, years, yeah. for uh, a long time. Long time, it says. More than five years. She told the New York Times last month that she was in the country illegally. She has claimed also that the managers at the club helped her get fake documents to work there and that she decided to go public even though it risked deportation after experiencing abuse from her supervisor and increasingly hostile environment since his election. She was fired and is now facing being deported. Morales and other Trump golf club workers were meeting with lawmakers in Washington this week to urge an investigation into the Trump organization's hiring practices and seek protection from deportation. So I thought this was kind of interesting that, you know, at least it kind of points out the the hypocrisy of someone talking about illegals and how we need, you know, they're horrible and everything else. And he's got them working at his own hotels uh, very obviously you know i mean dude ain't fooling anybody right <laughs> like nobody's nobody that has a brain that has a deductive reasoning i guess people that pays attention i guess there's a lot of people out there that he's still he's fooling. still bamboozling a lot of people out there though <laughs> right so if you figure what 30 percent around of the population is uh republican they call themselves republican right yeah, I'd so, say even higher, but maybe I w- even forty percent. No way, dude. Uh, no way. Most people are independent or. Yeah, I guess you're right on that. So then, a small percentage of that thirty percent is actually like his hardcore base. You know, right? I mean? Half of that. Yeah. They don't care. He could do anything. 
Mm-hmm. Gross. Definitely true. Uh, but let's I not signed get up, I signed up for his too emails. far down that rabbit hole. I get emails. I signed up as fuck you as my name. And <laughs> so I get emails directed to dear F. And like they're all like, <laughs> F please, you. please uh, donate to whatever. And it's it's bizarre the, oh, the yeah. things that he says. Anyway. It's crazy. Like <laughs> uh, how many of us have cable here? Not me. Nope. I do, but fuck about. I've been wanting to quit that shit for years. Carmen, you don't have cable, do you? <laughs> we have Hulu Live yeah. TV. So it says 60% of Americans have dropped cable TV altogether. Uh, 29% yeah. are close to getting rid of cable. Yeah, I'm with, at 29. With just 12% saying they're content to stay with it. There's no reason it's so expensive. And they just jerk you around, and it's so hard to change anything on your account. They lock you into stuff. Yeah. It's and like, anything you want to see, you can see on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Very true. How much do you guys pay for the, if you don't mind my asking, for just internet service? So just internet service. I got the high speed. It's like around 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. And then we pay uh, for Hulu Live TV. It's like $39 a month. Okay, th- then with 39 my TV. for Hulu, $60 for internet. Mm-hmm. So through. So you're about 100 there. Do you do Netflix too? We do Netflix, and I have Amazon Prime. About 15, another 15 for that. Well, it's like, yeah, 100 for the 130? Year. But you're going to have Netflix and Hulu and shit regardless of whether... That's Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. Even if Prime, you have cable. 130 bucks with a modem. Right? Do you have Netflix? I, I actually don't. you got don't. cable right now? I mean, I did for a while, but I, I let it go. Yeah, I do have Hulu like... Hulu is something like we can pause anytime. Because I have just, cable. But, but if we, I didn't right. have cable... That's a, be, that's a huge benefit, I would. too. Right. That's the cool thing about Hulu Live. I do also, have, you're going to have internet service anytime you even if you have it. cable anyway. Right. Cable sort of just excessive, right. in my opinion. Right. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's that's kept me on cable is like the live sports that I watch and... You, you know, just live primetime shows. Well, that, Hulu Live, though. Yeah, the Hulu Live TV. That's yeah. different, though. That's It's it's a more of a premium thing, though. 40 bucks is a lot. It is. But then is. again, I have the but DVR, so I pretty much record everything yeah. and then watch it later anyway. So mm-hmm. then I also well, right pay there. more for I mean, the it's DVR. It's not necessarily cheaper. Service. I mean, you're it's right there at the, the price, print. But you also get DVR, and you also get their service that they normally provide. Like a, right. Of all the shows anyway being sort of... It's definitely, like yeah. Like the last five episodes of anything you can sort of watch. Netflix is saying they lost $10 billion last year because people are sharing the accounts. That's what they're saying. They're, they're trying, trying to... make it harder. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to crack down on that stuff. We share accounts. You guys yeah, I do. Ours. I do. <clears throat> we don't I, watch it a lot, but we do and use my I share someone's ours. account. Yeah. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> I know, right? My dad somehow uh, has net... He's like, yeah, I don't... I I got Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, think, <laughs> I think my nieces go over there and they sign in. Yeah. My sister, my sister's right. account. And he's like, and "Oh, we got Netflix, though." Oh yeah, we got my Netflix. My mom cool. set up so a whole profile based on one show that Henry <laughs> likes to watch called Spirit. It's like this horse show. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. There's a whole profile, dude. Just I, called Spirit. I sign into Netflix. There's like seven or eight different. Uh-huh. You know. And it's You're like, like okay, you can only people? sign on to this specific one. Don't mess with those other ones. Those belong All to other people. Uh, <laughs> check this out. Harley's got three new electric motorcycles that they're debuting this year. So there's the the kind of big fancy one. That one's about twenty grand, and these other ones are around ten to. And they'll all grand. kill you. They'll just all kill you if you want to get killed on a fucking stupid bike on the middle of the freeway. Go ahead. But some of these, they'll like, all just kill you to ride around town. <laughs> those are pretty nice. 
I, I wouldn't mind having like Sorry. an electric bike to ride oh, around man. town. A couple yeah, years like ago, maybe. they were. Uh, That's like a moped. You wouldn't be on the freeway yeah, on that. Right, yeah, yeah. right. It's like just cruising down to the coffee shop. They, still. they debuted a, not Harley, but some, I don't know what company, debuted some electric motocross bikes a few years ago. I remember seeing. They were Is like it Zero? Competing against. Uh, you There's know, a Honda's company called Zero that's a California-based yeah, company. Yeah, it might have been. And you, and they were saying the comparison's like half the price. Like these new Harley ones are like thirty grand for the uh, electric bike, and this Zero motorcycle company is sixteen grand, and it actually gets better battery usage. You get a longer mm. range on it, better battery life. But it seems nah, kind of interesting. I uh, I don't know. It seems like a trend though. Electric bikes. I mean. Like a nice electric bike like that, that looks like a regular gas motorcycle to me. And why wouldn't you just want it just regular electric with a rechargeable battery, right? Like, who would want to be spending on gas anymore? My right. boss was uh, knocked over on one of those when I was living in Irvine. He was just turning left, and People a car just did not on scooters see him. nowadays. Yeah, and just knocked him over as they were turning left. I mean, that very, happens a lot. That happens dangerous. a lot on bikes and yeah. motorcycles, anything. Yeah. Is everyone else seeing an increase of people driving around those little rascal carts around town? Like, I not just on the that. sidewalk, no. but they're in the street, you know? One of my no. life goals is to what eventually is that, have a, a, a golf cart and to be able to drive that around. <laughs> What's the rascal thing? <laughs> it's those little mobility carts for the elderly or the disabled. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, they're you've everywhere. been seeing those a lot, or what? Yeah, it seemed like it seems like every other day I see somebody <laughs> just zipping around town on one of those mm. things. <laughs> I want a golf cart in like a retirement. Community. That does sound nice. You know? like just to <laughs> put a I'll drive over to the weird shit. snack station with like my golf cart. <laughs> I don't know. I want to be in an old person's community with the fastest little rascal car. Yeah, <laughs> like some fucking hot rotted out with some exhaust down, pipes yeah. in the back. The Blower, sound system, flames, spoiler on the back, blast saddle bags. It'll come handy in a tight situation, <laughs> yeah. All right, check this out. A pickle bouquet, guys, for Valentine's Day. What do you think of this? I would want that. Wow. I love pickles. I would yeah. love that. That would be great. Fuck chocolate. <laughs> yeah, That's Grillo's delicious. Pickles, a Boston-based business, created mm. a one-of-a-kind pickle bouquet. Well, that's something you can it's got eat sprigs of dill in away, there. Huh? Wow. Looks like little jalapeno peppers. Um Habanero Hot ones. carrots and, yeah, oh my gosh, I would want that. Yeah, it looks good, right? It's apparently the first one ever made, they say. and First one ever made. Yeah, they're <laughs> claiming that. It's some stupid little marketing thing they're pulling off, but it's actually got my attention, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Hmm. <laughs> I like a spicy pickle. Oh, Carmen, you're going to love spicy. this. Have you oh. seen this yet? Yes, I have. I oh know what God. it is before you even show the picture. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, it's you, coming out of like a sprinkled this? vagina cake with a... <laughs> A Cabbage Patch baby face coming out. And nice. her sister-in-law made it for her. Yeah, Check it out. It. Look at it. The butthole. Look at it. Oh Look at my. it really good. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of pink for a butthole. Um, and that face looks like a baby that Amy Schumer would have, which is what's really funny about it. Wow. <laughs> haunting. She calls it like a hashtag haunting. Like butt, and then oh, hashtag wow. butthole. It's yeah. crowning. Oh, sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, we're basically describing a cake that Amy Schumer's sister-in-law gave her for her birth, and it's like this Cabbage Patch doll's 
uh, actual Cabbage Patch doll. That's not half as scary what mm. real birth looks like. So. I know, but can you imagine <laughs> like know, your baby, your baby coming <laughs> out like all looking at you, yeah, all like, like that? Wide eyes, <laughs> bright, bright eyes open. Here I go. No, their eyes are closed. They don't. I'm gonna put going the photo on. on our Facebook page for the garage, so make sure you guys check it out. Facebook.com. That's that's NSFW. By the way, I mean, in reality, they should have had like Elmer Fudd's face. The best part is that's what like most babies look like when they come out. And like the color of the cake is. And though that pink frosting. Oh my god. So that's good stuff. All right, that's it for us this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Later, guys.